This episode has been brought to you by Made With Rage. Made With Rage is a black British-owned Etsy store selling Harry Potter and Star Wars face masks, perfect for this current times, swimwear, bags, and loads more. All products have been handmade with love and care, and bespoke requests are welcome. To find out more, click on the link in the description, or visit etsy.com slash madewithrage0. You said you'd come. Lawrence, hope Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another Is It Worth a Tenor review from Wulong Talks. My name's Jason. I'm the host of the show, as you guys know by now. And if you're joining us for the first time, then welcome. Um, what we do here is we tend to do uh, movie reviews, we do comic book reviews, we do TV show reviews, and everything is done through a geeky lens, so it's always going to be focused on uh, fantasy, sci-fi. Um, occasionally, we do some drama stuff as well, but Basically, me and Richard Geek, so that's kind of what we, we focus on right now. Um, thank you for uh, joining us here today. Um, if you're watching the video on YouTube, then thanks a lot for clicking on the video. I really appreciate that. Um, what I've been doing is trying to experiment a little bit with the Is It Worth a Tenor reviews and trying to do some video as well as some audio. So if you're listening on uh, your usual podcast channels, uh, thanks a lot. Uh, you can check out the video on our YouTube page. I'll make sure that there's a link below uh, in the description so you know where to go to check that out if you want to. Um, and similarly, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, I will put a link below so you can check out the audio versions of our podcast as well because there's loads of content on there. Now, today I'm really excited because I'm going to be uh, giving you the heads up on two movies that I've seen recently that I really enjoyed. One of them is about this dude right here. Now, if you're listening on the audio podcast, I'm sorry because you can't see what I'm holding up. But if you are watching on YouTube, you can see that I'm holding up a statue of Shang-Chi. Uh, we'll be talking about his solo debut movie and we'll also be talking about Candyman, uh, the remake which was recently released in cinemas. So let's get into it. Um, with these reviews, what I tend to do is I keep them short, I keep them brief and I keep them spoiler free. So there'll be no spoilers um, in either review for either movie. Uh, it'll just be my general thoughts on what I kind of think of the movie, how I kind of think it, it works and how it doesn't work, etc, etc. Uh, and then basically telling you whether I reckon you should be spending good of your 10 hard earned English pounds on it or not. Um, so for the first movie, we'll start off with... Candyman. Candyman is a, as you may know by now, a, a spiritual sequel, I guess, is what the filmmakers are describing it as, uh, to the original 1992 classic horror movie. Um, most of you, I guess, by now are, are going to be aware of what the Candyman story is kind of about, and, and um, you know, so there's no need for me really to kind of go into too much detail there. You, you guys know it's 
it's a horror movie. It's based in uh, Chicago in in uh, Cabrini Green, a housing project in Chicago, and um, it features a character called the Candyman, who, if you say his name five times in the mirror, he comes out and he terrorizes people. And this movie, Candyman uh, 2021, uses that kind of first movie as its jump-off point, but then what it does is it kind of goes off into a much broader conversation about um, many different things, really. In fact, this movie and Shang-Chi have some similarities in that they both kind of deal with legacy um, and the idea of kind of ancestral pain and pain being passed down by generation to generation. Um, that's one of the key things that, that uh, Candyman kind of deals with, particularly with in relation to um, black people and to the pain and the suffering that they have gone through um, in America, growing through uh, systemic racism, through the uh, Jim Crow era, um, and violence at the hands of police and authorities. Um, and what Candyman 2021 kind of does is it takes that as the the jump off point and then builds its kind of story and its its legacy around that. But essentially, the story follows. Um, a character that you probably know well, Anthony, who is uh, a young baby who was actually born in Candyman 1992. Um, he's now a grown man, obviously, through the, the through kind of the passage of time, and he is now an artist. Um, and he moves back to Cabrini Green along with his artist girlfriend because he wants to be kind of inspired and he wants to find sort of new muses and um, you know. For him, that, that meant going back to the, the area that he came from. Um, but as he returns to Cabrini Green, uh, there is a number of problems that arise because of the, the nature of what the area has become in, in the time since it's um, since the, the first events of, of the first Candyman movie happened. And then on top of that, you've also got the issue that the Candyman legacy has gone nowhere. It's still there. Um, and as I said, I, I don't want to kind of go into to too much here because uh, these are supposed to be small reviews. But suffice to say, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I would absolutely recommend it. Yes, it's definitely worth you spending a tenner on this movie because for me, you'll get um, some great set pieces, some really good uh, character design and production design is really brilliant as well. Um the message that the film carries and the social issues carry a lot of weight. Um, there's a lot of things that are going on and a lot of themes that it's dealing with. As said, it, it's kind of dealing with the idea of uh, ancestral pain and suffering and how that can kind of echo on through the ages and how that can be something that is a legacy that you just can't let go of. Um, so that is, is something that the film handles really really well and in a sensitive way as well and it, and it gives you a lot to think about in terms of um, you know how we deal with the past and, and how we can reconcile with the kind of pain that, that our ancestors experienced and um, you know and continue to experience and how that pain kind of just flows and continues to, to this day. Um, it does lots of interesting things with the Candyman mythology as well. So it, again, if you're a fan of, of the Candyman and you're a fan of 
um, kind of the mythology that the film sets up in in 1992, then it's definitely worth watching this one because they've gone quite a way to uh, expand upon the things that are already there. They also kind of do a really good job with the characters as well. All of the characters to me felt very believable and and very kind of um, just very organic. Uh, you know that that's probably the best way to put it. Um, that I couldn't really single out any one person as a standout performer because, to be honest, they're all excellent. All of them are standout performers. They're they're really really good. So there's yeah, there's no way I can just kind of pick on on, on one person for that movie. Um, but suffice to say, it's said that I think it's a really really good, really interesting movie. Um, and it's one that's definitely worth checking out. It's still in the cinemas now, so. If you're not sure what to watch, and especially if you're a horror fan, then, then go check that out. Um, the one downside I would say, or, or not so much downside, is is just um, slight negative. It's a nitpick, but I felt it wasn't quite as um, it wasn't quite as gory as I thought it was going to be. So if you're a real kind of gore hound and you're the type of person who likes a load of like blood and guts with their horror, there's plenty of blood, but there just isn't much that that you're going to sink your teeth into. Some of the, the kills happen off screen and, and um, you know, the director near the Costa chose to, to kind of film that, film them in that way so that there is more of a, um, there's more of an impact on you as, as an audience viewer rather than you being shown everything all the time. It, it's kind of subtly telling you that, that this is what's happening. And, and the sound design is really good as well. So that certainly helps with it from that point of view but you're just not going to get like that much gore on screen if if that's the, the thing that you're looking for but but otherwise i would say you know it it's a really 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 good film um really thought provoking movie you said um and it does justice to the the spirit of the original movie and it it gives you something that uh, will give you a lot to think about going forward so I would say definitely worth a tenner go and check out Candyman 2021 it's out in cinemas now now on to the next movie which is uh, the latest movie from uh, Marvel Studios from the MCU the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, this is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings um, first of all the movie's wicked go see it it's dope <laughs> it's really good um, there's so much to, to recommend about the movie, uh, but essentially it's, uh, again, like I said, with, with Candyman, it's quite similar in that it's also about ancestral pain and it's also about how pain can be transferred through generations and the legacy of that and the, the ramifications of, of that pain being transferred. Um, but essentially, uh, you have, uh, Shang-Chi, um, our hero, the, the, the new character that's being introduced here. Um, he is a martial arts master and he is basically comes from a legacy of, of, of kind of, of pain and, and violence, really. Um, his father is a, uh, a character that you would know well from Marvel Comics, although they've done um, some quite interesting things here in that they've kind of made a joke of, of the name of the Mandarin. And, and when you think about it, it's probably about right because in 2021 I don't think you can go around calling characters the Mandarin that that's just not 
Um, that's not acceptable really in any way when you think about it. So, um, so they've done some interesting things there, but essentially his, his father is this, you know, um, has these powerful artifacts called the Ten Rings, um, which he uses to amass huge power and wealth and, and influence. And you've seen the Ten Rings before if you're a keen Marvel movie watcher. They've popped up plenty of times. They popped up in Ant-Man. They popped up in Iron Man 3, obviously, which you'll, you'll know. Um, so, you know, they've, they've been around for a while. Uh, and essentially, Shang-Chi um, is in hiding when we discover him in the movie. He's, he's kind of away. He's left his father behind because he doesn't want uh, any part of, of the legacy that his father has created. Um, but his legacy obviously catches up to him, so there isn't really anywhere for him to go. And then as a result of the legacy catching up to him, we then learn a bit more about Shang-Chi's backstory and, and his relationship with his mother and his sister. Um, and they are forced to kind of come together to confront a, a much bigger problem and a bigger evil. Um, this movie is absolutely brilliant, as said. Uh, I think it's fantastic. Um, the cast are all brilliant, especially Simu Liu, who, who is in the lead role as Shang-Chi. I think this is a, a really a start-making turn for him. Um, the cinematography is fantastic. Uh, it's shot mostly by Bill Pope, um, who you'll probably know from like the Matrix trilogy, Spider-Man 2, and, and things like that. Um, there is great soundtrack, absolutely fantastic soundtrack. Loved it. Loved the soundtrack to bits and pieces. And all the supporting actors are, are fantastic. Uh, Tony Leung is, is sensational. Uh, the Mandarin is uh, Wen Wu, as, as he is known in this movie. Um, but we know that. I mean, if you're a fan of Hong Kong movies, you know Tony Leung is, is an absolute legend. Um, and one of the finest actors around and he does a terrific job with with this character here with the character of Wen Wu and um, making you sympathize with him and and that's a hard thing to do with with villains I think um, you know it, it's not easy to, to pull that off although Marvel have been very good recently at, at doing that um, but they do a great job here of, of, of making you kind of sympathize with his character and what he's been through and, and understanding his pain and why his pain is, is causing problems for, for everyone today. Um, there's a few cool cameos, some of which you've already seen in the trailer, some of which you haven't, so um, make sure you stay to the end credits to check that out. Um, but otherwise, as I said, this is a, a fantastic movie. The martial arts in it is really good as well. Um, big shout out to um, the Jackie Chan stunt team who, who worked on, on this movie. They, they really killed it with a lot of the fight scenes I thought it was great I mean especially by what you get from your average American movie this is way better way way better um, so check that out as well um, yeah because the fight scenes are, are awesome uh, special effects are, are all fantastic as well um, yeah go see it go see it me and Rich will probably do like a, a deep dive uh, spoilers review on the movie and go into you know, kind of the the comic book references and legacies and breakdowns and all of that. So we'll do that at a later date for the podcast, no doubt. Um, but for the moment, I would just say, go see that movie, please. <laughs> go see it, because me and Rich want to talk about this and do spoiler shit. So go go see it, and then come back, tell us what you thought, and then we'll go from there and, and have a chat. All right, that's going to do it for this one. Thanks a lot for sitting through, as said. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you very much. Uh, we will have this um, up along with the links to the audio podcast. So if you're not familiar with the audio podcast or don't know about it, um, then you'll be able to uh, click on the links that we put there and then you'll be able to uh, join the audio podcast as well. All right, thanks a lot. That'll do it. Take care. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to us. If you're down with Wulong Talks, show some love by following us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Wulong Talks. You can also find us online at www.wulongtalks.com or drop us an email at wulongtalkspodcast at gmail.com. We can also be found as part of the BrickPod Scene Collective and we're also officially E14 endorsed. Search for those hashtags to enjoy more content from us and from other great British podcasters. 